Can't do no more for you. Can't do no more for you than that. You got to hear when the Holy Spirit is speaking. See? I told you when we're saved, we're not mere men anymore. No, Holy Spirit lives inside of you now. can't make no mistakes. Even my mistakes now will prosper me. Even my bad decisions will move me forward. No, y'all don't get it. See, you in Christ now. You're not outside. You're in Christ now. You can't lose. is inside of you now. Death can't even touch you. Death itself can't even touch you. My God. from a law a law that's designed to work every time that's what a law is you've been set free from the law of sin and death what's your problem why can't you praise him why can't you just come out of yourself you've been set free you're no longer enslavement to your flesh now you have been born anew. You are no longer in captivity. You are no longer in partnership with sin. I'm no longer a habitual practitioner of sin. Oh, even if I sin, even if I happen to sin, I've been set free. I've been rescued. That's what salvation means. Rescued. My God. Thank you for your ministry, Cindy. Sister Cindy, thank you so much. Beautiful. Come on, y'all, give her a hand clap. Praise. Thank you. Thank you for being committed. Woo, y'all be seated. Hallelujah. All you need is a few words to minister to you. That's all. Woo. God, I feel like loving. My God. Good to see everybody. Hey, everybody. Woo, got some fight, some people fighting to get here. Ah, God, I heard, I, heard, I heard that back there. Amen. I know that's right. It's nothing like being where you're supposed to be. Amen. Nothing like, okay. You are supposed to be alive today. 
filled with his presence and his love. Oh, my God. Don't y'all want to work right? Don't you want to function right? Oh, everybody don't look so mean. Just get a smile. AQ. That's right. Get all you can get. The Bible said, fight the good fight of faith, not doubt. Faith. Okay. What did we learn on Friday? We learned, oh, we learned a lot, didn't we? We learned that commitment means what? Commitment means to believe. So you can't be committed and don't believe. And you can't believe and not be committed. Listen, don't be committed to your flesh. The Bible says, owe it nothing. And I ain't talking about your skin. I'm talking about that will that loves darkness. My God. We got a remedy for that, though. I got a remedy for that. Man, can I give y'all just a few things for the teaching come up? Y'all know how we do, right? Welcome to Welcome Ministries, where we believe. And the one new man in Yeshua, Jesus, Jew and Gentile. See, we forget our roots. We forget our roots. We forget. I don't want y'all to forget your roots. Amen? I don't want y'all to forget. But can I get you just a little reminder? Just a little bit. Our mindsets has to be right. Our mindsets have to be right about the Word of God. If it's not right about the Word of God, you're not going to do the Word of God. You're not going to be committed. You're not going to believe. And you can't live both lives. You can't live what you say is living versus what the Bible says is living. You can't listen to your flesh and tell it, your flesh tell it, it's living. And your spirit, man, is starving. It's not living. Come on, y'all. Wait, why are you doing this? If it ain't going to be no change. It ain't going to be no commitment. Why? And stop putting the blame on other people for your lack of study or your walk. Stop putting it on other people. Because when you stand before God, it will be only you and you alone. It won't be your husband. It won't be your children. It will just be you. It's better that you didn't hear this word. But once you have heard it, you are accountable. You're not only accountable for the word that you heard, you're going to be accountable for the idle words that you spoke. You're going to be accountable for the deeds done in this body and in this body. Oh, this, why we live like it's just not going to happen? Like I don't have to be committed. If you're not believing, I don't know if you're saved. 
And if you're not loving, how are you going to justify that to God? I'm talking to the children too. Because if you are of age, that means you're accountable. If you die. And you got kids that die. 14, 10, 11, 12, 17. See, we always don't want, we don't want the hard thing. As believers, we want the easy. I came to, to live an easy, graceful life. It's all about grace. It's all about prosperity. Those people that got shot up in the church last Sunday, do you think prosperity is the key to them? Is what they needed? Hmm? Is that what they needed preached to them? It's prosperity. Huh? See, we get a perversion of the word of God. And I told y'all when he taught on Friday, I told y'all about Gnosticism. Gnosticism on the on this super ultra, you know, conservative, super ultra, you know, ritualistic. Then you got the other on the other end, do what thou will. You can sin, but long as you get your heart right before you leave. That's right. You don't know. Those people in church didn't know they were going to leave that day. Hmm? And just because you was in church don't mean that you saved when you got killed in church. And you could be sitting here dying right now just like that. Just ain't no bullet in you. So you could be sitting right here, think because you're in, in church safe. It doesn't mean that. I'm going to help you with that today before we get into the teaching because I know teacher got something. She's been in hiatus for a little while. She's been on sabbatical, but she's ready today. So I'm hoping y'all are ready. All right? Everybody, see, all we want when we come to church is a good, is a good word instead of the truth. The truth is that I have to live a certain way. And it ain't unto man, it's unto God that's inside of you. That's inside of you. Hello? See, we, we want to be these Christians, but we don't know what a Christian is. We don't know the very fundamental things of our faith. Okay. So how can we actually serve God? That's the greatest thing to do is to serve. So when you come here today, you're serving. This is part of your stewardship. All right. Okay. We got a lot of pastors just be tickling the people, telling them what they want to hear instead of what they need to hear. Not what you want. I'm not going to teach you what you want to hear. I'm going to teach you what you need to hear, to grow, to develop. Amen. I'm talking to everybody. Just come to church and be playing. We don't know our foundation and we think everything is, you know, tradition and all of these things, and we just live by that. We don't understand the fundamental about that Bible that you have. The very fundamental things about it, about our faith. I watch all of the people on church and on Facebook and all of the denominations and, and everything. Not saying we're not perfect or we're not, but we're seeking that which is perfect. And, and, and that perfect means mature. 
looking for a mature people. Paul said, I got to keep feeding you milk. I can't give you meat yet. And we should be uh, the baptism and raising the dead and healing sick. Those are, he said, fundamental things, basic things. We should be moving on to the deeper things. I shouldn't be still telling you about commitment. Accountability. Everybody think we need a big platform. No, this is just right. Right here. Maybe, maybe we'll get a bigger platform when everybody is one. Amen. The children and all. That's probably going to be my next series is our, our youth. Amen. Because I'm not going to let you slide through the cracks here. You might think you are. You can't hide. That's what we don't understand. Just simple things about our walk and what we're about to be uh, about to go into. Here, listen to this. It's real quick. This is about our Bible, too. You can be like, yeah, I know this. But this is this is why we are off in the kingdom. Most Christians are aware that the Old Testament is originally com- communicated in Hebrew. Okay? And this is important to know Hebrew to understand the Old Testament. Right? Okay. See, already we're off because we don't understand Hebrew. There are idioms and stuff that they use that we don't understand them because we don't have the foundation. How and what we, we just interpreted what we think it is. All right, or translated in the Bible and think it it is. It's something else, but it's not. Okay? Why do we not recognize? It says, uh, however, uh, it is important for the Hebrew in understanding the New Testament as well because everybody thinks the New Testament, oh, it's Greek. Right? I hear a lot of people talk about it's Greek, and, you know, you got to get your Greek and you understand that. Mm -mm, Hold on. It should be emphasized that the Bible, both old and new, is in its entirely highly Hebraic. In spite of the fact that portions of the New Testament were communicated in the Greek, the background is thoroughly Hebrew. The writers, listen, the writers are Hebrew. The culture is Hebrew. The religion is is Hebrew. The traditions are Hebrew. And the concepts are Hebrew. So if you're going to go to this thing, do this thing, this should be your approach to God. Your understanding should be these right here, that I'm going into something that's Hebraic, God's language. So my understanding, it's not Seminary and how they're teaching us. You got to be careful with seminary. So I listen for these types of things. And I could go on statistically and show y'all more of how it was. There are few words that were in, in Aramaic or Greek, but not 
the concept or there's few words that are just in the in the in the in the Aramaic and we think that is Greek. And it's not. So I hear a lot of preachers, they start telling me to go there, get the Greek, get the Greek, get the Greek. But it's not. It's such a small percentage of it. I, I, I don't want to go through all the numbers right now, but I'll do that later in, in an individual teaching on, on these where I want to go into, okay? But I'm trying to get y'all to get your mindset for what we're about to receive and how our mindset should be when we pick up the word of God. And what we do is we fell, fall short of that so many times. Um, on that matter, and it's important because we lose um, the translation. Amen. We lose the translation. We we lose the fullness of the word and the understanding. So when we hear love, this is so important. Man, if y'all would get this right here, if you would get this. Love is not offending. It's caring. Caring as much at one as one cares for himself. See? If a person cared for everyone else as much as he cared for himself, Listen to this. Hey, y'all, listen. Look up here. If a person cares for someone as much as they care for themselves, guess what? We wouldn't need a law. You wouldn't need, you wouldn't need law. That's the word. You wouldn't need... You, you. This is the reason, see, we, we read it all the time. We missed it. This is the, this is, he said, I am the fulfillment of the law. Yes. Come on, help us today. And what is, God is what? Oh. I'm the fulfillment of the law. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody said we're under the, everybody said we're under the law. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. If, if, we, if we had love for our brother and our sister, he said, there would be no existence or need for the law. See, it's real simple. He said, I come to fulfill it. I come to fulfill the law. I've come to fulfill the law, love. If you had me, are y'all believers? Let me stand back. That means that you come to fulfill the law. And the greatest of all of these is love. It hinge all the law hinge on love. Paul said, I'll show you a more excellent way than all nine gifts. Oh my God. Okay, we we're not, we're not. 
No, we're not. Listen to that. Love does not take advantage of other people. Love will not use other people to fulfill its own purpose. Oh, y'all don't love. It, it doesn't fulfill its own purpose of greed or lust. Love will never hurt anyone else any more than it would hurt one's own self. Love. It suffers long. It endures and is patient. He's saying that if you were actually in this, the whole world, we would not lead any law. There, you, you would not, there would be no law in the land. There would be no law in the land. This is why sin had to leave heaven. Y'all, it's kind. Y'all learned what that is. It's not envious. It's not jealous. You need no law. There's no law against that. There's no law that can withstand that. No, nothing in this world, nothing could withstand that. It's not puffed up. You can't say you got pride and Jesus at the same time. You can't. Okay. Okay. All right. It seeks not its own. It's not selfish. See, when you stay home and you don't come, and you don't present and worship, oh, you selfish. You don't love God. No, you don't. No, you don't worship God. And it's not about you and what you do. It's about who you know. You can't worship him sitting in the chair with your hands folded. You can't love him. See, you don't understand his love. That he allow you to still do it and breathe. You still do it and breathe. You don't love God. You don't know the love of God. You don't know the love of God because if he would judge you right then. Mm -mm -mm. Stop, stop letting your flesh tell you what and dictate to you what to do and what not to do in the gathering. You don't know. You can't know God. So if you don't know him and don't can't love him, you can't possibly love my, my fellow man. You can't do it. Really, you're saying you hate yourself. It's not selfish. It's not self-seeking. It does not insist on its own rights. So when you don't worship and you don't praise God and you don't do your tithe and offer and you don't love each other. See, that's self-seeking. Oh, I want this to penetrate through your spirit today. Because this is what he was saying. Be not deceived. 
God is not mocked. You can't never bring yourself to worship. That would be the mind of the flesh. But he needs your spirit. Hold on. I know we, 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 we got to get this thing right. We got to get this thing right. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. Holy, holy. See, I don't believe that that's what perfects the law. See, see I ain't come to do away with it. I didn't come to do away with the law. I didn't come to do away with the law, but just how they teach you. I, the, the law no longer exists. You know, you know, we're under grace now. You're under love. Paul, the, my grace is sufficient. My love is sufficient for thee. I know uh, you, there's a thorn in my face. Uh, he, Satan has sent some to buffet me. Keep you reminded that you ain't saved. Amen. Keep you in your sin nature. That's what Paul was saying. Listen to this. See if this resonates in your spirit. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. Hmm. And with all your soul. And with all your strength. Did y'all hear that? So everybody here telling me this is how you seeking God. With all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Okay. Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against one of your people. But love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. That's Leviticus 19, 18. The other one was Deuteronomy 6, 5. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Okay, that's Matthew 5, 44. Uh-oh, a new commandment. Command me a new direction. Right? Command means direction. Okay? A new one. I give you. Love one another as I have loved you. So you might, or so you must love one another. He said you must. He's directing you to love that person that you just can't seem to love. You see, but you can't do that in your strength. That's why you need his strength. See, we, this is how are we going to come in and receive the word of God that's, that's coming forth and our hearts and our love. It's just, you know, fictitious and it ain't real to us. A new commandment that I give you, a new direction. And then, oh, that was John 13, 34. Then John 15, 12. My commandment, my command is this love each other as I have loved you you don't know 
the love of God that allow you to still reject him while you sit here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm almost done. Just, just, you got to set the foundation right. Because he can't put what she's going to teach you on top of a weak foundation. Then there's no stability. You got to put it in some good soil so the enemy don't come in immediately after the word is sown and pluck it up. And you stay the same. Listen to this. They think they think he's playing. Let no debt remain outstanding. Except continually. Debt to love to one another. Except but to continue to be in debt to love one another. That's the only debt that you should be in. For he who loves his fellow man has fulfilled the law. Romans 13, 8. The entire law is summed up in a single command. The entire law is summed up in a single command, direction. Love your neighbor as yourself. Galatians 5, 14. The entire law, the entire law of God is summed up in this. Single command as one. Love your neighbor as yourself. As yourself. So he said, there would be no need for laws. There would need no need for Black Lives Matter. There would be no need for white supremacist groups. There wouldn't be no need, you know, for any other group. Put it, put it in there. If we would love our neighbor as ourselves. No, but those, each of those groups, everybody else saying, oh, they love each other. They love, we love, we love. That's not love. Because you don't love, the supremacists can't love their, that person. Like they love themselves. There's no way. You, you're no different than the supremacist when you don't love each other sitting right here. No different. Okay. I'm done. Um, bring, bring this up. Bring this up. Bring this up. <laughs> I know I, I hear my wife. Last one I'm gonna leave you, Matthew twenty two thirty seven. Love the Lord uh, your God with all of your heart. And with all of your soul. Uh-oh, and I love this one. And with all of your mind. 
This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like that first one. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So if the prophet ain't telling me to love, You think a prophet is different in biblical times versus now? Because his, they're supposed to be speaking God's word. Amen. And his word changes not. What was the prophet's job in the Bible back in the day? Come out of your sin. Turn from your wicked ways. See, see we, we, it won't about a house, a car, and all these type of things, and all the stuff that the prophets and stuff is telling us today, and your faith and all this stuff. Come on, y'all. If you can't see what happened last Sunday and put that up against the gospel today, what was that? What was that? Hmm? I want to make sure that if that happened, that our hearts are right with each other. That's what counts. Not that I had a house with a helicopter pad. A thousand million dollars in the bank. Means nothing. Couldn't take none of it with you. And you're not self, you're selfish because you won't leave it for no one. That make me really think about the wealth of the wicked. See, we think it's the world. Turn from your wicked ways. Come out of her Babylon. See, we we no understanding. All right, homework, read Old and New Testament, and read chapter 13, from uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 1. Read the whole thing tonight. Don't say you're going to do it and don't do it. Get some time and read it. See, sometimes you just got to move with the Holy Spirit. Did you ready? I'm glad you're back. I want us to get it. I want us to stop playing this thing. Glory to God. Amen. I love y'all. I love y'all. They don't love. They, I got like five people say they love me. God. Oh. <laughs> got to go with the goers, Pastor. Got to go with the goers. <laughs> Glory to God. Can we just stand on our feet? Won't they trick our flesh? Got it. Hold.